0: TalkShoe. Recorded live. This show is brought to you by TalkShoe, where anyone can create their own Internet talk show. Check it out at TALKSHOE.com. Good evening, everybody. Uh, This is Jules, and uh, here for the next episode of Traveling to Italy. Uh, today we're going to talk about a, a beautiful area, uh, the Chianti region. Uh, by the way, Chianti is spelled C-H-I-A-N-T-I. Uh, the I is pronounced as an E in Italian. Uh, the Chianti region, uh, you know, I've been there I think three different times, and it's, it's just simply gorgeous. Um, it's, it's hard to put a picture on it with words, um, but let me try. Uh, the rolling hills... Um, with grape vineyards everywhere, uh, olive groves, uh, farmhouses, old stone houses, uh, hundreds of years old um, throughout the landscape. Uh, Of course, there are wineries uh, in the Chianti Valley where they obviously make wine, (laughs) Um, the Chianti using the the grapes, Sangiovese grapes primarily, but I'll talk about the wine later. Um, in addition uh there are castles everywhere, uh, not huge castles, but go- pretty good sized castles in in many of the towns um, These are uh you know many hundred years old um if not if not older in uh, some of them you can you can actually visit go in uh go around uh, they're they 're just uh um, you know, beautiful and they 're in all the the towns that sort of uh dot the uh the landscape um, uh, that's a i know it's just a little picture of what it's like in the chianti region um perhaps uh, you should do what what i did um a few days ago is uh type in chianti region uh into google and uh, search on images and you'll find some absolutely beautiful pictures um, i also found out not to uh, search on chianti valley which some people call it uh you get a lot of pictures of different valleys And if you search on just Chianti, you'll get a lot of pictures of wine bottles and wine glasses and grape vineyards and things like that, uh, which isn't so bad. But um, the Chianti region is is indeed the best search. So uh, the first question I usually uh, answer about different places in Italy is where exactly are they? And uh, Chianti region is very easy to find. It lies between uh, Florence and Siena so it's south of Florence um, look at any map um map quest uh, any map you can find on the internet it's pretty easy to find Florence just go south and you'll find Siena it's, it's that whole area in there um, many many towns uh, dotted throughout the area um, i should mention that some people uh talk about going to Tuscany uh when they go um, talk about Italy and, and some people not all Really, what they mean is Chianti region is synonymous with Tuscany um but that's actually not the case um Tuscany is one of um twenty large regions um throughout uh, Italy, and Tuscany um comprises many 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 different towns um It includes towns like Lucca and Pistoia uh, to the north um luca's a great great place to visit by the way I've done that uh, once It's just wonderful. Reaches uh, over to the west uh, where you'd find Pisa and, and you'll find uh, cur- the um, Mediterranean over there. Um, Prato is another city. Uh, Arezzo is to the east. And the further south is uh, Grosseto, um, which is near the southern border of uh, Tuscany. So it's a very large area. Uh, but indeed, uh, the Chianti region is not dead center but certainly in the center of of Tuscany region. Um, so it's that's that's pretty much where it is. Um now let's let's talk about actually going to Chianti and seeing the area, what to do, uh things like that. First of all, uh in, in my opinion uh, to to really properly see the Chianti area, you'll need to rent a car. Um Certainly, you could take a bus from Florence um, to one of the towns um, in the Chianti area. The nice thing is you'll travel through uh, the countryside uh, and you'll see a lot of the, the things that are pitch, picturesque in the region. Uh, you obviously see the town that you get to. There are towns that have wineries uh, in them, uh... marketplaces, things like that. So you know you could take a bus trip, but but in my opinion, you really need to kind of wander and And you need a car to to do that sort of wandering uh, by the way, there is a road um, from Florence to siena uh, it's a, actually route two twenty two is the main road uh, but I certainly would encourage you to to go off the beaten path and go down other roads and visit other towns. but if you did want to get directly from uh, Florence to siena uh, the two twenty two would be the uh, most direct route, but don't think of it as a highway it's a, it's back roads and it's really uh, something that's going to take a few hours, uh, probably a couple hours. So, again, I encourage you to just explore the area. Um, in many of the roads, you'll see a sign um, called La Strada del Vino. And what that means is uh, literally the uh, road of wine or the wine road. Um so, so that gives you an idea that along that road there are there are uh, vineyards and places to visit and things like that. And you'll see that not just on one road, but but on many many different roads you'll see the sign uh, once in a while. So I certainly encourage you to take those wine roads, stop in some vineyards, uh, visit some towns, uh, visit a small hamlet, and just kind of go through a town and stop and go to the local restaurant. So they're they're always good in Italy. So uh, you know, again, just just kind of take it easy and and feel. Uh, Chianti and feel the, the sort of calmness of the region and, and experience it uh, instead of kind of the big hustle and bustle of you know Rome or or other uh, large cities in Italy. Um, the other thing you know you can do is you know, just stop on the side of the road, enjoy the view, uh, get some salami, a little bit of Chianti wine, and uh, you know kind of relax. So like I said, just 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 relax and and get used to the kind of um, The pace, which is much much slower than say if you were coming down uh, from from Florence. Now, some people uh, don't actually have the time to explore the Chianti region, which might take a couple of days or more. Frankly, you could stay there for for a week and and visit many many towns and and enjoy enjoy just about all of them. But even if you're not going to the Chianti region, I, I highly recommend that if you're driving south of Florence either to Siena or through Siena on the way to Rome or some place like that or Umbria. Take Route two twenty two. Uh it's gonna take a while. It'll probably take you an extra hour. There is a direct uh highway or autostrada from Florence down south, much quicker, but certainly nowhere near as, as picturesque and you won't really get to experience uh the, the Chianti area. So you know just kinda chill out and uh take that road down, stop along the way, that kind of thing. Um, what's another hour or two in terms of, uh, you know, when you're traveling? Okay, uh, now we're going to turn to um, some of the uh, the cities. Um, and we shouldn't, shouldn't call it cities. It really, really towns and hamlets uh, which are in the Chianti region. And um, I'll talk about some of those towns. And a little later I'll actually talk about the the Chianti wine. So the three biggest towns, and perhaps the most popular, um, they're not over-touristed, they're just just popular in bigger towns, are uh, Greve, Castellini in Chianti, and Rada in Chianti. Uh, Greve, spelled G-R-E-V-E, is considered by by most people to sort of be the heart of the Chianti uh, region, um, in terms of the, either Chianti wine, um, Griffey is a, a beautiful town. Um, there's, uh, an open market, and I remember going, uh, in the morning and buying fruits and vegetables and, um, just kind of, you know, watching the Italians, uh, talk and, um, kind of, you know, sit in the square and, um, you know, watch the world go by, um, Grave is a wonderful town for that. It's it's very idyllic. Um the whole town is, you know, stone architecture. Um there are uh, wineries nearby and it's it's just a just really a great place to uh to to to, to go as a destination. Um be certainly my first choice if I were going to visit only one place in uh, in Chianti. Um second place is Rada in Chianti spelled R A D D A. Uh, that's also in the heart of Chianti, uh, a charming, um, you know, little town uh, with excellent quality wines and olive oil. And I should mention that um, in the, in the region, there's also many um, olive groves, and they they make wonderful olive oil. And you can actually do olive oil tasting uh, at some places, very much like wine tasting. Um, and it's not just you know, buy a couple bottles of uh, olive oil and. You no, know, taste them. <laughs> um, so Rod, Rod is another good place I would uh, recommend. Uh, the third pa- place is Castellini in Chianti, which Castellini would, would mean um, little castle. Uh, personally, I have not been to Castellini, um, but I have heard other people uh, recommend the town. Um, sounds like it's very similar to some of the other towns, but uh, I'm sure it has its, its own, um, you know, charm um as as all the towns do uh, another place i highly recommend visiting is the castello veranzano and that is a a castle um beautiful uh, old uh, 1400s uh, castle and uh the old uh, gentleman who who owned the castle is called giovanni veranzano um there's also a winery uh near the castle and it is it's a great place to spend uh an afternoon uh you can eat there and uh just a, a great destination you're up on up in the hills and with beautiful views uh so i I highly recommend going to um the Castello verenzano uh, i i know that you'll you'll enjoy it another uh place to visit oh by the way i should say that um the Veronzano uh, Chianti is is excellent, and uh, I would highly recommend buying it. It's available in many places here in the United States, and um, you know bottles aren't all that expensive in probably the fifteen to twenty-five dollar range. Uh, another castle that's um, very interesting to visit is the is the castle Brolio B R O L I O. Great place to visit again. Not quite as large as the Veronano, with, with as many things, but uh, you'll certainly enjoy it. Brolio also is another um, wonderful Chianti wine. Um, personally, I like the Veronano better than the Brolio, but but they're both um, both excellent wines. Again, there are many other towns. There's there's dozens and dozens of little, little towns you can visit. Uh, some of the other ones uh, I've been to. This is a tough one. Gaiole in Chianti. I need to spell that. G A I O L E. Uh, one of the things you notice about the Italian language is they put a lot of vowels together, and since Italian is phonetic, they literally pronounce every letter. So Gaiole would be how it would be pronounced, and you can see literally every every letter is is indeed pronounced. Uh, other towns: uh, Poggibonsi, uh, San Casciano and Tavernella would be other uh, small places that that I'd recommend. And and like I said, you really can't go wrong um if you stop in a town um and you don't like it, it you know, leave <laughs> and then go to the next town, but but you're going to enjoy it pretty much anywhere you stop. Um and again, it's certainly if you stop in the in the major uh places like Greve and Rada and Castellini um certainly a little larger and a little more to do. Now I I really couldn't talk about the Chianti region without talking about the Chianti wine. So, the Chianti itself is made from the Sangiovese grape, and it's also blended with various different grapes. Um but it's primarily uh the Sangiovese. Um if you hear of uh, wines called Super Tuscans, they're actually uh, Chianti's really but with much more of the Sangiovese grape, a much stronger, um drier uh, wines. The um Chianti Classico, which you've heard the name perhaps before, is really the sort of the region in in the heart of of the Chianti. Um now remember, other places can make a uh, a Chianti wine by using uh, the same grapes, but they're not in the Chianti um specific region or the, or they're on the, the fringes of it or right outside of places like that. So you're you're looking for uh Chianti Classico is, is really the wine that comes from the center of, of the region. Um and, and actually why by the way I should say I, I guess I, I kinda went over it, but if if you're listening and you don't like red wine um I guess the way I look at it is this is your opportunity to start. Um Chianti is my favorite wine, I know I'm Italian, so I'm biased. Um but you know, if you don't if you don't like it's it's I wouldn't say it's exactly like a Bordeaux, but it's it's certainly similar. If you like that type of uh... of a heavy uh, red wine, it doesn't come in a straw bottle anymore like it used to years ago. It's it's uh, perhaps as many people say the, uh, the the best uh wine in in Italy uh there are other things that you'll you'll notice about chianti you'll see names like chianti classico uh, which is the best chianti Reserva, which typically is has a little more um, um aging to it and then you'll just see chianti uh the chianti classico will carry a symbol which is a black rooster uh on it so if you look for the rooster you're you're getting the center um in pretty good shape uh the other thing that you'll see on some wines without the rooster or with the rooster they may not have the rooster but they'll have something um called DOCG which is denominazione di origine controllata granita uh, whatever the heck that means um what it really means basically is that it's guaranteed to be original um and there's a there's a wine control board and they monitor the wineries um, they monitor the amount of grapes they put in, the aging, um, all the different uh, processes. So they're saying it's a quality uh, wine. So you're going to look for the DOCG. And there's also DOC, which is a slightly lesser quality uh, of of wine. The other thing you'll see is a bunch of numbers, and that's kind of the approval number that they've given to the, the wine and the, and the winery. Um, also in the region you'll see a wine which certainly in my opinion is the absolute best of the best which is a brunello B R U N E L L O um certainly considered the best in Italy uh you're not going to touch a brunello for less than about 35 40 50 bucks a bottle um it's kind of the uh, an area that's uh, just a, a specific brunello is is a town and uh they're considered to make uh, this the best wine uh by the way the uh, the two most wonderful years are 1997 in nineteen ninety nine but you're talking about hundred bucks a bottle, so um if anybody ever gives you one um you know cherish it in terms of uh how to experience the area uh there are many ways like I said, rent a car, drive through it, um you know stop along the way, that kind of thing uh, what I did in one of my trips was I rented a villa um I went to a uh, a wonderful uh farmhouse. Uh, that had its own um, grape vineyard and its own olive groves, and we could walk out the backyard and literally walk into the groves and the vineyards and just stroll around, eat grapes, um, you know, eat the olives, but, you, you know, you kind of just walk through. It was just wonderful really relaxing place. And, and I, I guess I really felt I was getting a slice of of Italian life. Uh, there was a, a nearby town called Val Valdipese, Um little town. I mean, I mean, you know, restaurants a square um and a bunch of italian people sitting outside um you know watching other people uh, walk by which is what we did i'm um, so, sure when i went walk by there they you know knew we were americans right away and and uh, i didn't say but i had uh, my two young boys with me at the time uh, one was uh, 10 months old and the other was 2 years old uh, so that was uh, quite interesting to have have the, uh, the little kids along with me anyway when i arrived at this this farmhouse it was late in the evening um, and I'm greeted by this woman probably in her late fifties, I would estimate. Um, she spoke absolutely no English. Uh, the good news is I speak Italian. And by the way, in a future episode, I'm going to talk about the basic, basics of Italian language and, and teach some, some simple phrases and ways you, that will help you get around, uh, Italy. Uh, kind of a little Italian lesson, but, but, you know, not, not like you would learn in the classroom, but, but more what you're going to learn in, uh. Somebody teaches you one-on-one how to, how to speak the important words and such. Anyway, she has these four little dachshunds that come running out, barking like crazy. Um, you know, my kids love them naturally. And over the days, they, they, they played with them in the backyard and things like that. There were two buildings. The one we had, we had basically a whole building to ourselves, uh, some old stone um, building that she said was from the 1200s. Uh, but it was in wonderful shape, so I, I don't know how it was kept that way over the years and years. But uh, it it, um, it was it was just wonderful, you know, it was a nice place to stay, big bedrooms, the whole the whole nine yards. Upstairs in the balcony, uh, we went out the balcony of our bedroom. We could look over the groves and, and things like that. And and what we did on that trip was we drove to Florence literally every day, uh, because we were taking uh, Italian language classes uh, in the center of Florence. And it wasn't a bad drive. It was probably about thirty-five, forty 40 minutes or so. But, um, you know, again, renting a, uh, a villa, I don't think there's a better way to experience the Chianti region or, or frankly, any region for that matter. We did the same thing in, in Umbria and, and have done it in, in other places. Uh, there are a few other ways uh, to see the Chianti region. Uh, one of the most popular and uh, certainly advertised a lot are cooking schools. And cooking schools have, generally there's like a whole tour where you'll go to the school or really it could be a farmhouse or or villa or something like that. Um, You're taking a course on cooking uh, uh, from quality chefs. Uh, Although I should say you definitely want to get recommendations um, because there are, are many, many tours and travel companies now, so you want to be a little careful and uh, recommendations are always the best search the net things like that to to find out about good uh, cooking schools now they don't necessarily offer all the following things, but some offer you know one some and some offer the other um generally there's accommodations, but not always. You could certainly stay in a place and then go to the school but you know it 's best to really be in, in in the accommodations typically at a large large villa or, or farm or something like that. get to know the people um, of course there's food you know they 'll take care of breakfast, lunch, and dinner um, most of the meals you'll actually cook yourself, so, uh, so that 's a lot of fun. Um, Of course, there's tons of wine, (laughs) so that that's flowing uh, pretty good. Uh, Hopefully, um, you know, mostly it's Chianti, which I would imagine. But a lot of times, wine tasting is kind of part of the course. Um, Now, you're not generally stuck in that one area. Um, The key, the cooking uh, programs. Also allow you to visit wineries in the area, visit towns in the area, take excursions to different places, uh, Florence or Siena perhaps. Mostly it's not those, t- those cities, it's it's the towns uh, in the area. But again, again every, every tour is different. So uh, I have uh, done a short cooking um, class, but uh, I would certainly like to go back someday and do a longer one. Uh, other ways to see Chianti, uh, I haven't done this, but uh, a lot of people have. I just don't have the... Uh, the stamina and frankly there's no way my wife would do it anyway and and that is biking uh through Chianti and that's just taking your time and if you really want to take your time, there are actually walking tours of Chianti where you're you're walking from town to town uh during the day that's that's a little too much uh, uh you know work for me personally but I'm, I'm sure it's a it's a wonderful way to to see the Chianti area uh so hopefully I've given you uh a a taste uh, of the Chianti uh, region, and I certainly encourage all of you to go. And, and by the way, if anybody did want to contact me, uh, my email is mjuliano, J-U-L-I-A-N-O, at, uh, at com And, you know, feel free to email me about anything. I guess talking about this right now makes me want to open a bottle of Chianti and, you know, hop on a plane and get there. Uh, in any case, uh, this is Jules uh, signing off. Good night.